This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. You got me, Kevin Hagelin. You got Corey Majors. We got Mike Bassick. We have Joey Erickson, a.k.a. Slim Scotty. And also with us today for the entire show, perhaps as my replacement, it is Derek Holland. Welcome to you all. And Derek. Am I allowed to speak? What are you up to? I just wanted to make sure I'm allowed to speak after that. I You're up. fine. You can say that word. I, 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 I was Peyton's talking to Richard. I should have said Richard. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you can say Richard. Everybody knows that. I was talking to Kevin earlier this morning, and I was just kind of curious about what's going on with your life right now. You are in off-season, but you're about to get started. You have lots of businesses that you're invested yeah. in, and you're you're growing that way. Are you seeing anybody? Um, I'm, I oh, am is single. that not I'm you? Meant more professional? Okay, my my mistake. You want to get into his personal life? We, we can do that. I'm a little loopy We can have today, fun with that. <laughs> so, I, but I, I, I was interested because you've you've been talking to us. We talked to you behind the scenes about what's going on with your baseball career a lot and other things. Would you mind kind of giving us an update on as we get closer here to? Uh, pitchers and catchers reporting, or are you looking forward to, what are you trying to do right now? Well, Kevin, yes, I am single, so we can share okay. that. We can put that out there. So, ladies. Ladies, call into the fan. Um, I'm not answering. Uh, <laughs> Joey, you want to answer to get him a date? Wow, Joey. Here. Joey has a girlfriend. He's like, oh, he can't yeah, do that anymore. Yeah. Don't ever look at my screen then anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for me, I, I'm uh, everything's going good. I've been training out at APEC uh, in Fort Worth. Um, so for those that are looking for a place, I know it's a little bit of a drive, but great trainers out there. Great group getting to train with a lot of the MLB guys, minor league guys, the combine guys have shown up too. that are training for that, which is really cool to watch how they prepare for that. Um, but for me, I, I did a uh, showcase or I'm doing a showcase on Friday with Cole Hamels, uh, a few guys that are up at, uh, uh TMI as well. Uh, there will be some scouts. I will say too much info. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Is it? No. TMI. Oh, oh the, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. okay. I was like, wait I'm a minute. I'm so sad that I knew exactly what Mike meant. I didn't. Meant. I was like, I, oh, crap, Mike. Uh, he got me. <laughs> and uh, I did throw on Friday for a team in Texas uh, with Cole Hamels. They were there. I, nothing. I don't know what came about it. I just want to at least share that. That was cool. Hmm. Um, I don't know which team it is. There's only two choices in do Texas. You, do you feel any different pressure? now in this um, respect like no for me I, there's no pressure I mean I, I just want that opportunity and uh, I, I will say I mean for the record yes I would love to have that just that opportunity just to try out for the Rangers okay if I don't make it cool I can retire as a Ranger that's just something I want to be able to do because it's where I started my career I wanted to finish there you know that's I know I'm not a Hall of Famer or any of that stuff it's just for my own personal thing of just being able to say man you completed it all you went set out what you wanted to do as a kid 
I achieved that, and I also played in the MLB for 13 years. Heck yeah. Um, that, you know, a lot of people didn't think I would do that. I, I know I didn't have the greatest of career, but I had the greatest in my mind. I did everything I could out there. I've worked my butt off to get to where I am, and I've continued to give everything I have every single time I go out there. I've been the best teammate I can possibly be, and I just want that opportunity just to be able to say, hey, one more time, let's try it with the Rangers. If it doesn't work, cool. So, Kevin, if we were to to do something, we got to study for something, right? Yep. Like, there's a lot of preparation in that respect. Yep. For you, is there a lot of studying? Like, I need to impress. I know the scout's looking for this. Uh, these guys are looking for this. Or you just, I'm getting up here. I'm just throwing a bullpen regular style. Like, how is how's that go for you? Do you study anything, or you just step up there and throw? So, for a bullpen, you have a routine. Uh, that's what I always teach all the younger guys when they first get. So, when you first get called up, you and Mike, you can easily attest to this too. When you get called up, you don't have a routine. You see all the veterans and what they're doing. And when I say routine, I'm even talking like get to the field and you do a crossword puzzle. Like there's a lot of guys that show up at the park and that's what they do. The first thing to do is that. Me, I get to the park, I go run, uh, come back in, work out, and then I go do whatever I got to do. Bullpen wise, it's certain pitches that I've learned that I need to do. So it's always for me, I start on the inside corner, glove side every time just so I can get my extension out and then go to the other side and then I start. Uh, some change-ups, and then I go back, do another fastball, come back with curveball, come back with the fastball, go back to slider, and then once I do that, I'll do two fastballs, and then I want to visualize hitters. So I'll get guys, which is cool, because I get, like, up at APEC right now, I got Trent Grisham standing in, <clears throat> Bobby Witt Jr. standing in, oh. and these guys are giving me feedback just like I'm giving them. I'm watching as I'm throwing a bullpen in this situation, how does he move? What's he doing? You know, those kind of things I'm picking up on. And I actually did a video, thanks to my buddy uh, Taylor here in, in Dallas. We did a whole workout. He followed me to, or the other day, recorded the whole thing. It was a bullpen day. He watched and listened to how we talk to each other when we're throwing. We gave up sequences and stuff and listening to what the hitter was saying, listening to what I was saying. And it was just a, it's a cool thing. Like for me, I, I'm going to try to create more content. I'm not trying to go to the Trevor Bauer. Well, I, I just want to have my own fun. Yeah, yeah. Because like I'm at the, the way I see it, yes, I'm at the end of my career. I'm on my way out. While these guys are on their way in, I want to help as much as I possibly can and be a good leader, good teammate, and just continue to have fun because I don't know what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, if I continue to keep doing what I'm doing and just plug away, we'll see what happens. And my major routine was to make sure, get dressed as fast as I can and avoid all coaches so they don't call me into the office and tell me I'm going back down (laughs) to the minors. Just be out on the field so they're like, well, we'll talk to them later and then just disappear as quickly as possible. They can't find me. They can't send me down. It is a tough conversation, though. That's a bold strategy. I I bet. (laughs) And and then to like when you're done with this bullpen, when you're done throwing, is there just like an ever-ending or a never-ending line of honeys waiting outside? Like, how's that (laughs) Uh, I would also like to know the answer to that. Then you do half gassers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that lined up perfect with that. I see what you're doing. Um, the honeys. Um, <laughs> they're out there. I'll just put it that. They're, uh, you know, they're at the Mavs game. <laughs> yeah, they're at the Apex. <laughs> no, uh, after I'm done, I do some, I do workout and stuff like that. Cardio. Okay. All right. And well, then I, you know, maybe I'll see some honeys at the Mavs game. Or the Stars games. I go to those. There's your update, Kevin, on, Derek, take a Collins, shot with me. on Derek Collins' life. Come take a shot with him at the Mavs game. By the Ma- way, wait, just- wait, wait. That's tradition with Mike and, and I. Mike, and then yeah. one of my buddies, uh, Mern, who lives here in Dallas as well, and Zaid. I want to give them a shout out. We always take a shot at halftime. It's tradition. We've done it to where it's supposedly giving them good luck. Um, unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't happen. I just got a... Uh, I know Ma- uh, Mike's going to be like, well, we suck. 
I just got a text from Kelly Shopping that said Derek is preaching right now about the whole like lifestyle. Kelly Shopping, he's yeah. a catcher. Yeah, friend yeah, of the dude, show, I, man. Yeah. Man, he was, that guy probably loved facing me. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tampa days. Yeah. Great I'm dude, sorry. though. I got a lot of respect for him, so tell him. Well, he can hear me. Yeah, he can hear me. Thank <laughs> you, buddy. Tell Thank him you. I said hi. <laughs> can you tell him I said hello? I will do. Will do, man. I got you. Well, I'm glad we got some happiness going in that little section right there because oh, no. unfortunately, oh, I might have to throw to one other potentially unhappy thing. Deflected by Wright. He steals mm. and throws it up court. That's it. The Wizards win. Wizards escape Dallas with a 127-126 win over the Dallas Mavericks. In this effing season, please Something happened to make basketball go away in this Metroplex. I was somewhat perplexed why it seemed like they ran the exact same play just about three feet further back on the court and were surprised that it got broken up very similarly. Well, can I say this, though? Why didn't didn't Luca just try to take... He's so good at creating the foul. You need... Just to get the free throw line, if anything, because you're down... Yeah, I I know that. I I knew you were going to say that, too, but... He can hey he made one of two so if he makes one we're tied you make two we win. I hear you. I just wonder this because the Mavs have lost a lot of close games to honestly a lot of bad teams this year. Is it seems like the Mavs need at least ten seconds on the clock to get that for Luca to actually going. do what we want because if there's five seconds like yesterday and I know that then they threw it out of bounds and there was like three point seven is he can't. He's so slow in what he wants to do that there has to be 10 seconds on the clock for him to actually make a good decision late in the game. Because I assume this. I think I put it on Twitter. I was like, all right, even with five seconds to do, I'm like, I already know what's going to happen. Luke is going to take a 40-foot three-pointer. And we're going to felt like and that like was what t- was going to happen. And there's a 10% chance of it going in. And I was like, that's what's going to happen. Instead, they're like, no, we're going to pass it to Dinwiddie, yeah. and he's going to shoot. Unfortunately, DeLon Wright knew our play, who I wish he would have just played like he was on the Mavs last year, but uh, <laughs> he is a horrible Dallas Maverick, but he is actually a good Washington Wizard last night. But it, this thing this thing can't, to me, end soon enough. This is a bad team. I, I wish I could even say average, and I know they're 500 a game over, but I don't think they're going to finish above 500 this year. Whew. Why is that? They like they they can go on a run, right? Like, can't they have a a, a stretch where things are good? They did, but how many times are we going to get to play Houston three out of seven games with the San Antonio Spurs mixed in? Yeah, that's that is kind of the when they play poor against bad teams. It does it is the most frustrating part is whenever they're. I mean, did you see Kuzma's tweet about it mm-hmm. and everything too? Like that's frustrating. Well, that's because Dinwiddie, of what Dinwiddie said. Yeah. yeah, Dinwiddie's gone out. Dinwiddie hates Kuzma. Yeah. More than any player in the NBA. We have figured that out. The the funny thing is, is Dinwiddie can't beat the Wizards. He can take shots yeah. all he wants. And the Wizards aren't a winning team, and all they're doing is playing for money. Well, we're a winning team, supposedly, Dinwiddie. Why can't we win? Yeah. We can't beat Washington and Washington. We can't beat them here. And B- Beal and Porzingis were out at Washington, and you got hammered there. This time, Porzingis is out. What a... Oh, hey, thanks for all the memories, Porzingis. My... But I'll be nice to our boss and not say the A word today. But like, how many games did he play while he was here? Porzingis, fifty percent of them. If if you count when you traded for him, less than fifty percent because he nice. missed that whole time. But get a tribute. It's just you. yeah, you get a tribute, and it's just like I didn't get for it. what for him sitting out in the bubble in the playoffs for him. 
uh, sitting out one time against the Clippers, for him being worthless against the Clippers in the playoffs, for him getting Bertons, who, you know, can he can shoot a basketball and that's all he can do in the NBA, and that worthless contract that we can't move for getting an average player in Dinwiddie back. Thanks a lot, Porzingis. You effed us over good, and we still owe this pick to the Knicks. Are you intrigued at all by, I know it's only been a handful of games, but by the return and contributions of Josh Green? Not that that offsets, hey, we lost again. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. he is. I think, remember when you talked about, you said Luka was the the most improved player from last year. Me and Mike, when we were talking about this at the game, we went to, what was that last Whatever uh, day it was, it, it don't Atlanta matter. Atlanta game. Yeah. Either way, I think Josh Green is the most improved player on this team. Yeah. And he continues to show. He's he's getting better and better. He's actually becoming, in my opinion, I feel better with dribbling yeah. as a guy a that we could shooter. actually. Yeah, a better shooter, better passer. He's not doing your Spider-Man jump passes. He, he looks so much better. And I feel that he is a guy that now he can't. We need to keep him here. I agree with you. I think that this to- this thing should be totally and completely rebuilt. Unfortunately, our buddy Sam Amico, who we've had on the show before, yeah. who covers the Cavs and kind of in that region, uh, he put out an article either last night or this morning when I saw it, and he said, hey, here's the deal. The Ke- Cleveland Cavaliers need another wing shooter, and they they are interested in Tim Hardaway Jr., but they're not interested at all in giving Karis Levert because he's playing 31 minutes yeah. a night. And he's an expiring contract. And they're like, And he's better. Right, he's better. And so they're like, look, we're not giving you a better player on a much better contract than a guy who's Joey Gallo as a basketball player who's like, hey, guess what? He is going to get hot. Here's the good thing about Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't know when it's going to happen, but at some point, the way Joey Gallo would hit seven home runs in ten games, that's what Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to do in a five-game stretch. He's going to shoot 50 or percent from three, maybe even better. And we're like, all right, that's the Tim Hardaway. No, it's not. That's the Joey Gallo in him. And then he's going to have a 10-game stretch where he shoots under 20% from three and 28% from the field, and you're going to have to live with that because that's who Tim Hardaway Jr. is. So I think right now I just look at it and go, I just hope that the Mavs, because this isn't a good team and it's not going to get better, is just dump as many players as you can. Not Josh Green, not Jaden Hardy. But, like, dump money Bullock. on the books in future years, right. right? Yes. If maybe JaVale McGee's wanted back by the Lakers since they kind of traded for Rui, I was looking at Pat Beverly. They don't want him. I was told that Pat Please Beverly. Please, get him. I like was, him. I don't even care about him as a player, but he's an expiring contract. He was going to go to New York in a three-team deal in the Rui Hachimura situation. But he said, no, I'm not. I'm not going. I won't show up there, which would ruin the trade altogether. So they had to take – Beverly out of the deal and just make it a two-team trade well maybe if you give them Reggie Bullock and JaVale McGee they might go well hey that's that makes more sense for us and McGee was good for us a couple years ago for 12 minutes off the bench and we just take Pat Beverly and go we don't care about you it's an expiring deal we talked about this many times the Mavericks have a fundamentally different opinion about their team and obviously they're there every day and I get it then I think you do Mike and I do is I would love to see Like, Green played a lot yesterday, so I'm not, like, complaining about that. I would love to see Green and Hardy get their real shots and then clear as much future year money off the books as possible. Those are my main two objectives for the rest of the year so you can, like, really go for it. Well, I will say this. Uh, I talked to somebody who's in the know in the NBA, and, look, he'll never admit this publicly, but Nico doesn't like this team. He loves Luka. He knows. He knows what he's up against. 
So now it doesn't. I don't know how much freedom Nico has in making yeah. deals and yeah, everything because yeah, yeah. Cuban can stop everything, uh, and he stopped a few things uh, from possibly progressing because of money situation with Mark Cuban. Stupid. But Nico does know that this team isn't close to good enough to truly compete like year after year for anything, but he might be completely and totally stuck with nobody in the NBA really wants Tim Hardaway Jr. Nobody in the NBA really wants Reggie Bullock for what they're trying to get back, expiring contracts and possibly future assets. So he knows and he knows that this team isn't good. Derek, I can see something's on your mind. I'm going to give you the option at some point if you want to just take over a segment. We'll talk about exactly what you want to talk about. I promise. You I just want to add to thing. it. That's all. Okay, okay. go for it. Go oh, for we can, it. Okay. So the only thing I was upset about too last night, and I texted it to you right away, why did we take Dinwiddie out? He was one of our hottest players at that moment yeah. and brought in, uh, who did we put? Uh, uh, Dodo. Dorian yeah. Finney-Smith for a defensive replacement. Why didn't we take out it. Tim? Yeah, you <laughs> kept Tim Hardaway in. When we talked about this multiple times, Timmy's the Their the thoughts about Tim one. Hardaway's defense continues uh, to baffle. I think we're finding out that Jason Kidd is really close to that Brooklyn-Milwaukee coach that we were afraid of. Crap. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for NFL fiction or nonfiction. Get ready. We'll do next right here on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This extra point. 27 seconds left in the half. This extra point. He missed it. He pulled it. He pulled it wide to the left. Like any good golfer, you miss two shots to the right, the next one you pull into the water left. Well, it's in his oh hand my now. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan, and it is time for NFL fiction or nonfiction. Maher. That's how you say his name. That's right. We will start with that. I know how to say it right. Fiction Fact. or nonfiction. Nobody knows what that means. <laughs> Brett Maher will be on the Cowboys next season. <sighs> If you make me answer it that way, I'll lean I'll lean slightly to no. But I think he'll be at training camp. I say nonfiction, which makes it a fact. Yep. Uh, I think that the dude was really good all season he long. He was. And he had a couple moments. There was a mechanical thing that they screwed up on at that first kick, but then he hit another one. So I think he's going to be here next year. Now, Again, Mike, I kind of agree with you where what's the point of camp if you're not really going to have some tryouts? So I say you bring some people in and you go back and forth with it. Mike, let's go try out. I can't kick. All right. Did you kick there? 
I don't know how far I can kick, but I can kick. I just need you to kick it from 33 yards. Further than Greg Abbott. That's what he tweeted out, Greg Abbott. That is not a Mike Bassett opinion. I know. There, somebody gave a good joke to it, and I just did the, uh, you know, the hand over the face. Like, oh yeah. Oh, my God. That's, I mean, God, Betting- it's good, but God. Betting odds are overwhelmingly in favor of Brett Maher being on the Cowboys roster in week one. Minus 300 say yes, he will be you, on the roster. I think roster. he will, too. You would feel, though, to Corey's point, really dumb if you don't go try to get somebody yeah, in the offseason sure. that you believe can compete with him. Sure. And sure. Because if in week one he misses two extra points, because luckily the one that was a field goal was – I think it was, was it seven yards closer? Did they stall out at the eight-yard line? Something like so that. So it was a little bit closer. Yeah. He did make it. That was great. But I'm just wondering, because he never kicked another extra point. So, I mean, he, he still was 0 for 1 on extra points in that game. So I do think that you need a couple guys that you feel like if Mal Maher in the regular season early on yips it up because a lot of guys don't figure it out like that quickly. Hopefully he does. I don't even think it'll be early season. I think it'll be training camp. If he's looking poorly. Like in a spring, yeah. in, a, in the first when, preseason game. No, even, even Mike, we saw Garibay and those guys like, what are they, where's the ball going? And I know there's some, all these excuses about how the air comes over and pushes the ball, whatever. You'll <laughs> yeah. know if the guy can kick the ball straight or not based on how poorly he looked. And I think you'll get a really good example. But again, have somebody else there, go back and forth with it. And then, and maybe it is the games that do are the decider. But I think most of their information will come from practice. But he can kick from far. I think he's just got the yips to the short one. That's kind of what I'm curious so about I, as well. I think he'll be here. I think they're just going to have to bring somebody in to give him competition for the field goal side of it. Because obviously, you saw it even in the game. He was, he was fine outside of field goal range. NFL fact or fiction, and this might be Quit my boldest question in the segment. Joe Burrow is already the best quarterback in Bengals history. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Take that, Boomer Sison, and your MVP. The Bengals are about to make it 11 straight wins against something. The, Nobody like the realizes Chiefs? how hot they are right they now, are, too. Yeah, they've been playing insane. After they made their – they Yeah, 11 after straight. The, after they the, the loss. Chiefs 11 no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's 11 straight games going back to Carolina. Yes. Yeah, this is insane, dude. They're they're good. And I thought one it was of their the losses loss. was because of kicking. It wasn't even because of Joe Burrow. It was because and it wasn't the, long the kicker. Snapper, the long, right? long snapper got hurt against Pittsburgh in week one. And they won that game twice. They won the game by a late touchdown. They won the game by a field goal. And they missed both of them because they couldn't snap the ball. Now, a couple of facts to back this up. I know Boomer won the nineteen eighty eight MVP, but Remember, the Bengals were the only team in the NFL that had not won playoff games back-to-back seasons. They have now accomplished that. I told you the stat yesterday. The first 52 years the Bengals existed, five playoff wins. Joe Burrow's been there three years, five playoff wins yeah. with a chance to break that this weekend. I mean, just go ahead and give him the yellow jacket at this point, you know? And if you had to guess right now, jacket, he'll be a Hall of Famer. Yes. So They're about is, to go back to the Super Bowl. This is always oh. fun not to do this right now, but... A lot of people will look at quarterbacks and go, man, there's 12 Hall of Fame quarterbacks right now. In the history of the NFL, at no point were there more than eight active quarterbacks. 
Yeah. So if Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers obviously have already established themselves, they're going to the Hall of Fame. You can only pick a max right now of six quarterbacks, and you have to include Trevor Lawrence, and you have to include, if you think, like Brock Purdy, which I wouldn't do that yet, but you have to include, like next year, you have to include the rookies that are playing. You can't go, well, no. Like literally, you can only pick a max of eight quarterbacks at one time can be Hall of Famers in the league. Now, since you brought up a Super Bowl prediction, Corey, I was intrigued by that is – NFL fact or fiction, there is no clear Super Bowl favorite. So the odds have shifted a little bit, but when the odds first came out, Eagles and Chiefs were both plus 260 and Bengals and 49ers were plus 275. So they're all like almost exactly the same. Now, I know the betting line has shifted to Cincinnati, but it feels like there's not a team that you're like, that team. If Mahomes was healthy, maybe different. I don't know. But it feels like there's not a clear favor. I, I still think the Chiefs are beatable if Mahomes is healthy. Okay. I mean, the Bengals have shown that multiple times. They That's They true. have whatever that secret sauce Joe is. Joe Burrow's got it. Uh, I got well, but even still, like it's it's it isn't necessarily him out there playing defense, but he does do enough offensively to, to, out, to outweigh that. I love that it's in that that mindset right now. That all four of those teams. I'm looking. I'm unfortunately looking that I'm thinking it's Bengals Eagles, yep. and that's kind of where the how I feel about where that's going. I'm excited about it though. I'm really hopeful for that. What happened last year, especially Mike, since the Bengals and Derek, they didn't have the relapse of losing a Super Bowl. They they lost it and then said we're going to storm back in this thing. Yeah, but the way that they started the season was tough. You yeah. definitely thought they did. So you can't sit and say that, but I mean, again, they haven't lost since, or yeah, they haven't lost since they played against the Browns. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, I also agree with you. I think it's definitely going to be a Bengals Eagles matchup. Oh, okay. Let's go from that to wait. Where is the 49ers Eagles game at? Philly, in right? Philly. Yeah. 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 It's definitely. Well, and Mike, you you brought this up in the past. I don't know if you feel this way still. NFL fact or fiction: Championship weekend is going to be boring. I lean to fact. I think Kansas City, unfortunately, looks like Buffalo, except Buffalo doesn't have the excuse that our quarterback was that yeah. hurt. I mean, yeah, Josh yeah. Allen might have had a little bit of dings. So does probably Joe Burrow right yeah. now. But I think playing on one one leg, which he's going to try to do, yep. Patrick Mahomes, makes this thing probably an easy victory for Cincinnati. And I, I honestly don't know. I do think San Francisco can beat Philadelphia, but – I don't think it'll be horrible, but I could see where Cincinnati wins by double digits and Philadelphia wins by double digits. Does Chad Henney play? I think he does at some I, point. I think I, he does. I think so too. I think I think Patrick's gonna do everything. He's a warrior. He's the best to me, the best quarterback in the NFL, even when he loses sure. to Joe Burrow this weekend. I still think he's better than Burrow. I can see the the national narrative going, well, he's four and against Mahomes, but I don't think it's fair. Patrick Mahomes on this one. Hey, I, you got beat three times as a healthy quarterback by Joe Burrow. I think this time you're going to look at what Patrick Mahomes tries to do early in that game, and then they're going to go, we have to take him out. Like he, I, I get he's trying, but this is just not fair. NFL fact or fiction, the Cowboys will be back in the playoffs next season. Fact? I think so, too. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're going to make some huge overhauls that, like, create new culture McCarthy I think will bring the same culture back now the question is can they have the same defensive culture if Dan Quinn goes and takes a head coaching job can they have a better upgraded offense if a new offensive coordinator comes in 
and is teaching different things. I mean, go, man, if you watch Kurt Warner's uh, uh, studies right now, study ball, I love it. And he's just pointing out some of the, the details in the Dallas offense that are limited and keeping them from being great. It's it's a little bit of discipline and a little bit of understanding what you're, what the exact reason is that you're doing something. A lot of times they don't understand the why. So I think they will be, but I, they, they have two coordinators they're probably going to have to replace. Dak has proven he's going to win regular season games yep. against average to bad teams. He wins almost all of them. And then they also proved this year. I don't, I don't they think you want a good team. Yeah. yeah. And, you, and you don't want to do this either. You don't want to have five games where you play Cooper Rush, but they prove that even if you have a backup quarterback, yeah. we can figure out a yeah. way to win. They did it yeah. with. They did it in a weird way with Andy Dalton. He only played one game under 500 as yeah. the quarterback of the Cowboys. And so I look at it and go, yeah, they're going to figure out a way how to win 10 to 12 games again next year. Now, bouncing back to what we were just talking you didn't about. Like Derek answer. I know, we got to move. Right. Is Mahomes <laughs> and Thanks, Burrow will be the new Manning Brady? Yes. Non fiction. I forgot if I should put a non. Oh, yeah, sorry. Non fiction. Man, are they going to be it didn't always feel like you were a couple rounds in when yeah. Brady and the Met, it wasn't always the championship yeah. game but it was somewhere cuz the Patriots yeah, had man, the easiest I, division that's ever existed and they just got to buy every It's year. interesting I, I, Pittsburgh's going to have to to step back up at some point because to make that division difficult for the Bengals um or I guess the Browns have to but that, that's a <laughs> but yeah I think that they'll have lots of matchups that are like this You know what because you said that I have a special Fiction or nonfiction, just for Derek. Fiction or nonfiction, Derek. Deshaun Watson is still a really good quarterback. Nonfiction. Okay. When will he's that gonna? Show? I think he will be the most improved player next year. Oh, okay. Um, and it will definitely show up right out the gates. Okay. So you're bullish. And I think they're gonna, for some odd reason, because it wasn't it DeAndre Hopkins that once out, or once traded or something. I mean, was I that know one Diggs of his... is upset right now. Hopkins I know Hopkins had It was one of them, and that was something yeah. like they played together before. Okay, then probably Hopkins. He was great with Houston. Yeah, so that that was something that I could see happening possibly. And if that does, man, that, that's going to be wild because then you have Cooper, Peoples-Jones, and him. So I, I feel like the Browns will be much more improved next year. And then my factor fiction cater just to Mike. The Jacksonville Jaguars will be back and will be a playoff force for a long time. I think for the next two years, they easily win that division. Now, okay. it just matters how much. I do think the two quarterbacks in this draft, the two main ones, are going into that division. I think Houston gets either Young or Stroud, and then I think Indy gets either Young or Stroud. So it okay. matters about yeah. the development of those two quarterbacks in that division. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Holland. Plus, we'll have a giveaway. A little Hall of Fame talk Ooh. next. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. And it's time for Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassick and Derek Holland. All right, Derek Holland, Hall of Famer Scott Rowland. Um, it's always kind of pretty cool to get to play with or against guys like, wow, I played against him. He's a Hall of Famer. That's pretty awesome. I got to play against a Hall of Famer. I can't remember, uh, you know, I can look it up real quick, but when his career ended, I don't believe you would have faced him, or did you face him? Scott Rowland. That was the first guy I faced. Scott Rowland was the first guy I faced. Oh, that's right. I I faced him a few times. Okay. 
He was on the card. He was on the Blue Jays. Blue Jays. I totally forgot he even went to the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Okay. First major league at bat. How was he? I mean, sorry. With the Blue Jays, was he still considered a, a major still pretty good. threat? Yeah, okay. he's still pretty good. Okay. Well, Scott Rowland makes it. Todd Helton just barely misses, but Crazy. he's he's really, really close. So Is that just Colorado bias working in there where people are like, eh? You know, it's interesting. I was watching MLB Network yesterday for a good hour. So I watched it for the 45-minute lead-up to, like, who's going to make it. And it's interesting how many great players don't make it until their fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth time. Like, I remember, I believe this was Scott Rowland. If I have this right, crap, I forget. Sixth or, or ninth time, something like that on the list. But Andre Dawson didn't make it till his ninth time. Duke Schneider didn't make it till his sixth time. You know, like there's just so many guys that are like, dude, that's a Hall of Famer. And it yeah. takes them so many times to be on the list. And the thing about Scott Rowland, which was interesting, he got the least amount of votes in the history of baseball for the first time being on the list to then make the Hall oh, of wow. Fame. So he climbed. He, yeah, he, he only got 10% of the wow. vote his first time ever on the list. So no players ever made the Hall of Fame by the writers. Now, some people have made it after they get to the Veterans Committee, but nobody's ever gotten 10% of the vote the first time on the list and actually gotten to the 75% threshold in the next uh, nine years to actually make the Hall of Fame. And somebody texted this in. I wanted to get y'all's thoughts. What do you think about the idea that the Hall of Very Good continues? For for baseball? Yeah. For, they're, they're like Scott, Scott Rowland is not a Hall of Famer. Let me tell you something. L- right now, less than 1% of major leaguers make the Hall of Fame. Literally, they actually told the voters... We probably need to get this thing up to maybe one and a half percent of major leaguers make the Hall of Fame. But I get it. Scott Rowland is not Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I believe when Adrian Beltre, and I'm putting him in this list because I really think he's he's on there next year, I believe. Right. Is that Beltre will become, I believe, watching last night. I'm going to I'm going to have you guys guess this. How many players are first ballot Hall of Famers? Adrian Beltre will become this number because I was watching MLB Network last year. How many players have made the Hall of Fame on the first vote? 70. Okay. Players total? Yeah. Um, when 25. They, when they got on the list, that was their first time and they made it. I just want to say it because it'd be significant for him. 29. It's 57. Okay. 57 in the history of baseball. Well, you're way out in, of Kevin. And in, in literally, obviously, <laughs> you're going to have, I don't know when they counted this, but I'm pretty sure the first six guys to make the Hall of Fame, like Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth, yeah. and, like they were first-time guys because they hadn't made a Hall of Fame right. yet. Uh, and so if, if you look at this, that's how almost impossible it is to make the Hall of Fame your first time. So that person texting in, I totally get it. I played against Barry Larkin, to be honest. I thought Barry Larkin wasn't a Hall of Famer when I faced him. I knew he was great, don't get me wrong. It's like Michael Young. I think Michael Young is a great Major League Baseball player. But I never thought, when I was watching Michael Young or playing with him, I never thought, well, he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. I thought, man, that dude is super good, but probably just going to fall short of the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland, when I did play against him, to be honest, now this was back when I played yeah. 01 to 07, I thought he was better than Adrian Beltre. I think at the time he was, Beltre did not become a Hall of Famer until he got here. Like, 
that finished out his. He was Hall a very good resident. player he in was. Boston, right? He was, like, yeah, he was good, good in L.A., but he became yeah. legendary. He got he got over the over the top in stats and, and, and things. Too. I I interpreted it as they meant Roland as opposed right. to the no, Hall no. of Fame. No, well, I know what they're saying is Roland's just very yeah. good, not a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And I would say, look, he's he and he barely got in. But he, he is in. It doesn't matter if you barely get in right. or you're Tom Seaver or whatever. Like you got in and and that's you're a Hall of Famer now. It doesn't matter by how slim a margin. But I would say he's one of those guys to his point that's like that borderline is he or isn't he? He's but, a lower tier Hall of Famer. Is, if yeah, that's a thing. But he's still a Felix Hall of Famer. Hernandez a Hall of Famer? I lean mm. to no, but I'd have to go look more. I, you brought up Andrew Jones, by the way. Uh, well, my, we probably won't have enough time. Shocker. I played against Andrew Jones. Well, I played with well, him. What is, you want to do a podcast where we have no commercials? <laughs> we already make as little money as possible. We need the money. Sorry, so, Mike. Oh my God. Sheesh. Uh, when it comes to Andrew Jones, I thought I was playing against a Hall of Famer when I played against him. But then when I looked at his career, I couldn't believe how quickly it ended. Yeah. I couldn't because he did make it at 19 years old in 96 and really didn't play much in 96, but his playoffs were unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, in 96 but man by 29 or 30 years old if you want to look it up at 29 or 30 years old 30. Andrew Jones career pretty much ended yeah after 30 he and so that's what makes it tough yes 10 yeah. gold gloves 400 home runs there's only three other players in the history of baseball to have 10 gold gloves and 400 plus home runs it's Willie Mays Ken Griffey Jr. and Mike Schmidt and the fourth wow. is Andrew Jones so that does put him in a a very select category but when you look at somewhat of his accumulated numbers you fall way short see, of a Hall of Fame. Because, see, I would think he would make the Hall of Fame for defense as opposed to, like, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Omar Vizquel's not even getting any votes for that. Yeah, I, I, I always thought you looked at him as, like, that's the man out in the outfield defensively. That's the thing, too, that gets me about the Hall of Fame is you look at, I use this as an example. If you look at guys getting contracts now, that's why I feel like the system is kind of weird. Guys can bat 200 and they get paid a buttload of money. But then, you know, here we are. I look at the Hall of Fame. It's like we we want the expectations to be you need to be batting over 300, you know, all this other stuff. But then here it is that we reward people for batting 200. So it's like, how do we I feel like the scale for the Hall of Fame is going to slightly go down big time when it comes to that. I, I said slightly, but yeah, no, go no, down no, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting slightly 10 years from now what they do. Obviously, we'll guys like Miguel Cabrera and, Pete, and uh, you know, pull hosts. They're going to be easy like yeses, but. David when, Freeze. When you get to, you just had to do that, didn't you? He's on. The, I was. Lo- he's on the list that I was looking at. Everybody uh, makes the list, uh, and then you Bautista get, you get is he on the list? Like, yeah, everybody next got, year, everybody will be on. Yeah, it. everybody who retired, even I was on the list. Like, no, I was just like, looking down. I was just looking down. You just get no votes, and then you go vote. off the list. Somebody just give me one vote. Right. If you get one this. vote, you get to stay on the list for the next year. <laughs> oh, I think you had to get five percent. Oh, five percent. Ichiro and and that's why Michael Young fell off the list, right? Because Evan Grant voted for him, and I don't. Don't know if anybody else did. Ichiro and Sabathia, I think, Mike. I'm looking in like the next four years of eligibility. I think Pools is on there somewhere too. But those are the only two I'm seeing that I'm like, yeah, I can I consider those two guys legitimate right. 
Hall of Fame. I don't know what they're going to do with where stats are going these days because that's what Jeff Kent's mad about because you see he didn't make it in his last year. It was right. last year for Modern Hall of Fame, and he was like, it's right. all the stat number but people that don't understand the game that didn't vote for Fred me. McGriff eventually got in. I think Jeff Kent has a great chance of getting in five to ten years from now. I don't know how long it takes for him to get to the Veterans Committee. Burt Blylevin who, you know, he eventually got in through the Veterans Committee. I do think Jeff Kent has a great chance. But real quick, I guess we're not going to get to talk about baseball today, which which is fine. We'll talk about baseball, like current baseball tomorrow, is Alex Rodriguez ain't getting in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. What did his vote total do? Uh, It's still well under 50%. And so I think it continues, right? Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens. uh, If you want to put Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and probably our guy Rafael Palmeiro, right? Because very few people in the history of baseball. 3,000 hits, 500 home runs in the same career is like a no-brainer. But for Palmeiro, he didn't make it. What's going to be interesting is we saw – I guess you go on to the next year because – so next year Jeff Kent will have a chance to make it because I just forgot. Is this year – the Veterans Committee did not vote Barry Bonds or Roger Clemens in the Hall of Fame. They had the opportunity this year. Oh, I, did were, not, okay, I didn't realize no. you went immediately on to the so Veterans Committee. you immediately committee. go Whoa. there because Chip, because I remember they Whoa. ended up, Chipper Jones was on that committee, uh, Greg Maddox was on that committee, and they played with Fred McGriff, which gave him somewhat of a major advantage, right? Two of his former teammates were on the committee to vote yes or vote no on these guys. And enough of the people, even on the players' veterans committee, voted no to Bonds, voted no to Roger Clemens, their first time to be off of that ballot, voted no to Kurt Schilling. Uh, now, Kurt Schilling's different. It's not and then steroids, he's like, it's Don't politics. vote for me. Yeah. Um, so that is weird. So dumb. When it comes to Alex Rodriguez, I think he's going to have to sit on this ballot, not make it. And his hope, I'm going to think, is is that eventually Bonds or Clemens makes it through the former players and can pave the way for a guy like A-Rod. And you would ask, I think Felix Hernandez is a Hall of Famer, but when you look at the cumulative stats, I'm curious how he gets judged. But I think you can look at it and be like, he was the best or one of the best in a very specific period of time. Did you see Peter Gammon's tweet yesterday? I did not. Somebody had tweeted out a, a, a picture or a video of Barry Bonds hitting a bomb. I mean, it wasn't. It, it was just a bomb, and they were. And their tweet said Barry Bonds was something else on steroids. And Peter Gammon's pointed out he was also a three-time MVP before that. Yeah, I think, and I guess is it that you just can't trust that back then he wasn't. Like, I, I don't know. He was three time MVP see, before then. I feel like it's pretty well documented about yeah. that. He got so mad at McGuire and Sosa's hype and what they did, and that's when he said, "Screw it! If my career at kind of a thirty plus home run, thirty plus stolen base guy on a consistent basis, and what I'm doing isn't going to get the love that I believe it deserves." then I have to do what they're doing, and I'll show what I can do on what they're doing. Hate it. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, former Dallas Cowboy, Odyssey NFL insider, and I fear perhaps Philadelphia Eagles fan, Ross Tucker. It's all next right here on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.